0: Right. Okay, starting in three, two, one. Come on, knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. Three's a company, Jeremy. Uh, the, the the the
1: something is uh, <laughs> yours and yours and his. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that part goes too fast. Yeah, now th- now that is a show that they could probably get away with remaking these days. You think so? Yeah. I mean, of- what? Well, 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 I I mean, as far as like. It would stretch, you know, uh, believability just a little bit, because, you know, it's still a problem for a straight man to live with two women, hence him having to fake that he was gay. Did you ever watch Three's Company?
0: Yeah, well, maybe Don Knotts would have to tone down his reactions a little bit or something, or like, I don't know. There
1: there was Mr. Roper and Mr. Furley, (laughs) and I think Don Knotts was Mr. Furley? Yeah. What, uh, do I want to know why you started singing the Threes Company theme song oh, to start I off just our episode? Popped into my head right before we started. I've had and... that Havana Unana song stuck in my head because it's been playing on a lot of commercials today. Oh. When you watch a uh, primetime ish basketball on ESPN, you get the same four commercials oh, over yeah. and over and over. But I suppose. Every time that, out. <laughs> I, I suppose that could be said about any, uh, primetime television. It's the American Pale Males Podcast. Hi, everyone. I'm Michael. I'm Jeremy. We're going a little bit differently this time, it yeah. appears. This is all hey. news to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Well, as my sudden inspiration dragged us into the
1: depths of, was that 70s or 80s? Oh, 70s. 70s? I'm pretty sure it was. It may have been like 78 to 83 or something or like something that, like but that, yeah. I'm pretty sure, it, given that it was on, you know, Nick at Night when I was a child. Yes. That's it was like the probably key. <laughs> the 70s, because now it's well. Here we go. I want to do a quick check here. Yeah. See if I can find the channel on the TV here. I imagine it's on TV Land. This is a uh, 1976 to 1984. Wow. That show I, was on for I was eight seasons, good eight lord. Seasons. And that was back when they made you do like a solid 35 episodes or <laughs> something per season. Yeah, yeah. Um, 172 episodes. Good gravy. That's a lot. Yeah, it is. Uh, did you ever watch the show, Michael?
0: Uh, I might have caught, like you said, Nick at night one time, um, but I, it didn't appeal to me as much. Um, yeah, Like, me, Get me Smart, you know, I, I would watch that when I was a
1: kid, or R- even really? I Love Lucy was
0: understandable enough for a child to laugh at.
1: Oh, God. Uh, I'm at tvland.com looking at their schedule. Um, if you had to guess what era of television is oh, no. on right now, what would uh, it be, have to... and bonus points, if you can guess what show is on right now. <laughs> this is, slash, I, th- I think this is off the air, which is a spoiler. So we'll go for this in the next one. This was a show that ran for an obscene amount of time. Okay. Until certain controversies uh, dictated a massive change of one of the lead actors. And I believe one of the children in the show is, like, a super fundamentalist, like, not quite FLDS, but uh, getting there.
0: Oh, I know. It's
1: that three and a half men? Two and a half men. Correct. <laughs> that is correct, Michael. That's on until do, 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 do 10 o'clock p.m. And then it's the King of Queens. That's not even, like, classic TV. Well, that's just... Uh, Oh man, it's
0: probably the same thing people thought though when we watched Nick at night are well, like
1: You're probably right. Uh, the stuff that we would suspect would be uh, the Golden Girls starts at six forty eight AM okay, tomorrow. Thank morning.
0: you. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, that that's God. classic T V. Is it though? Well, great theme
1: song. Well they all had great theme songs. <laughs> As we just noted at the beginning of the show. <laughs> the facts of life. And then the Golden Girls, good lord, goes on until four thirty PM tomorrow afternoon. And then it's Everybody Loves Raymond. Which I was never a fan of. And then it's back into this yeah. uh, late 90s, early 2000s mess. Mm. I wonder if, if all of this stuff that we would presume is on TV land, so the stuff that our parents watched when they were, you know, how old we were when we were children, is on. Uh, it's on one of those uh, over the air, like Me TV or Charge oh, yeah. TV. Yes. It is. Sven is on uh, Me TV right now showing uh, Abbott and Costello go to Mars.
0: <laughs> but that's
1: awesome. That is pretty awesome. And uh, charge or charger or something is showing uh, the Avengers. The sixties one. Oh yeah, obviously. And Danger Man. I don't. Which is from 1966. Drake poses oh. as a disc jockey to turn the tables on a murderer, starring Patrick McGowan and Edwin Richfield. Oh man. Comet is a su- is a surprisingly good one on here, and they just show. Garbage sci-fi and horror from like the 60s through 80s. Yeah,
0: when I I got a uh, over-the-air antenna, mm-hmm. and uh, I I was surprised to see how many channels I got, including those ones that you just mentioned. I'm like, what are these things? And yeah, You get some weird stuff on Comet Man. Yeah, oh, so boy. it's nice to know that's
1: there. Uh, it's always there, being beamed out over the whole country. Uh-huh. That's that's how I uh, there's a surprising amount of the how did this get made movies on this. Oh. on oh, comet yeah. anyways that's how i saw uh star babies roller oh, babies yeah. oh i don't remember what it's called but it's I like think some it's weird star babies isn't it it's some weird post apocalyptic roller skating movie
0: isn't that like mel brooks was involved with that or something he he was yeah
1: oh and it's not star babies uh no. oh boy what was that oh that's going to bug me yeah it is space baby roller ba- solar babies solar that's babies. the one okay, okay. There is, oddly enough, a movie called Roller Babies. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'll, I'll just tell you this, and then we'll be on our way. Okay. Here, here's the uh, the synopsis from IMDb. This is from 1976. This is listed as an adult comedy sci-fi. It was released on June 2nd, 1976. Oh, man, I'm not going to be able to read this. Uh, all right, I'm going to bleep out words that I probably shouldn't say on a family-friendly one. In the future, intercourse is outlawed because of overpopulation, and people take anti aphrodisiac pills in order to curtail any carnal urges. The only form is allowed allowed is done by licensed performers on live television broadcasts as an aid to a, a certain thing. Now, this wasn't on the TV.
0: This was just something you stumbled on. No, across no. Right well,
1: now. well, no. So I, I, I thought Solar Babies was called Roller Babies. Because okay. I remember there's like roller skating, so I punched it in, and this, I was like, wait, hold on. Oh, yeah, this is rated X. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. whoops. <laughs> it's on
0: IMDb. I thought it was fine. No, well, yeah. No, but it's, look in the corner. It says Roller Babies
1: X. Oh, really? I didn't look yeah. up in the corner. Anyway. No, uh, that's anyways, funny, though. That is pretty... Oh, wow. Yeah, there it is. Okay. <laughs> whoops. What a great
0: idea. A review from January 2002. All right. There's next to no plot. The premise is stupid, but this flick is a must-see. Nothing sums up the 70s quite like this one. Oh, God. Okay, I'm yeah, not going to read the yeah, rest of don't that. Don't read
1: the rest of that. I just saw that. Okay, uh, let's go on to the card, shall we? Yes. Okay, yeah. <laughs>
0: trivia. We just kind of developed our own trivia there. Um, yeah,
1: don't don't look that one up on a public computer or in public. Yeah. It looks pretty foul. Yeah. At least from a uh, public decency standpoint, anyways. Yeah.
0: Um, Jeremy. Michael. Uh, We cycled through the cards, the trivia cards, Mm -hmm. so I'm going to let you choose what category you want. You kind of had a little poo-poo platter over the last um, six episodes of what we have available, so Mm -hmm. I'll let you pick out
1: what you want. Oh, Lord, I don't remember what the
0: categories are. (laughs) But I'll I'll remind you, uh, we have the Reagan-era Genus Edition. Do that one. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I kind of figured you'd go for that one anyway, so we'll just do it. Okay, here we go. Hit me. Uh, G, I think, geography? Mm-hmm. What famed strip of land is a 15-minute boat trip across the
1: Venetian Lagoon from Venice? Uh, is that... um? It's Italy. Monte Carlo? It might be. Is it, Monte Carlo is like sort of up in the north, isn't it?
0: I think, I think Monte Carlo is coastal, isn't it? Because all the rich a,
1: people... That sounds right. Okay. Only thing I know I... about Monte Carlo is I think that's a scene in Black Panther.
0: Well, anyway. He
1: goes to a casino in that. When it just turns into like black James Bond for a while. Uh no, the answer is the. Is it Sicily? The Lido, Lido, Lido. Oh, I think it's Lido. Yeah, that's that's pretty eighties. That's pretty eighties there. Oh, for one. All right. Isn't the Lido deck like where you go to hit the all-you-can-eat hamburger bar? All <laughs> yeah, <yours>? that's the <laughs> one that I know
0: okay. about it. Yeah, that makes me kind of a American. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> Okay, E, entertainment. What actor died in The Death of Venice? Ooh, two Venice questions. all these
1: Italian questions.
0: (laughs) The Death of Venice. Oh, excuse me,
1: Death in Venice. Did I say that? No, you didn't, but that's okay. I said The Death of Venice. You did. Death in Venice. Well, I haven't heard of either of them. But if it's Reagan era, it's between 80 and 88. But it could be referring to something much older, too. Oh, it's just history that people in the Reagan era would know? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Oh, well, I don't want to do this one anymore. It changes things. But uh, anyway, well, I've made my bed and now I shall lie in it. Uh, Rock Hudson? Did he, did he, died he die? In the, he died in the 70s or 80s. Okay.
0: Dirk Bogard. Never heard of the man. We're learning things, though. So when this comes up in pub trivia, you'll know yeah.
1: Dirk Bogard. Now, wait, wait what in that? Is this Bogard with an E? Yes. All right. Apparently he died in 1999. Hmm. maybe he was a character? <laughs> Did his character die? Death in Venice, uh, oh, 71. Oh, 1971. Ah, rats. Okay. That question's misleading, then. That's incredibly misleading. I assumed it meant that he... Uh, he died on the set. Died on the set, Brandon Lee style, or... No, just character. Okay, anyways, two Italian questions in a row. What was the... Oh,
0: H History. What was the original mm-hmm. name of the U.S. presidential retreat... Camp David. Oh god. We're getting waxed on this one, Michael. I uh, know. I'm uh, hoping something in your books might point you in the right direction.
1: Uh, they don't really talk about Camp David. I mean, I've I've read a few, I read Nixon Land. I read The Invisible Bridge, which is the same dude but about Reagan. I have very I feel like this probably would have been made in the the early 1900s. Do you think it was like fort something? Fort Fort David? Fort, David? <laughs> okay, let's go with I that. Mean, it's, if, we get, if, if it's a fort, I'm going to take this as a, as a half point. Okay. Shangri-La. What a dumb name for a presidential re- retreat. <laughs> well, I wonder if they converted it. <laughs> I'm going to go down some wiki holes and work yeah, on recording. I,
0: that's, I'm doing that as we're going.
1: Well, I'm trying um, not to cheat on this.
0: Well, I'm, I'm doing it post-answer anyway. Okay. Um, anyway. That was not its original name. Well,
1: then, yeah, you're right. It's not the original name. High President In 1942, President Franklin D. Roosevelt converted it to a presidential retreat. Okay. And renamed it Shangri-La for the fictional Himalayan paradise in the 1933 novel Lost Horizon. Yeah. What about that? A president that reads books. How, wouldn't that nice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the uh, president on our podcast, Art. Oh, Yeah. Because of the FDR.
0: Because <laughs> of the FDR. Yes. Uh, literature. How many years was Robinson Crusoe
1: shipwrecked on his island? I should know this one because I read that book when I was like 10. Yeah. So, isn't it like 40 years? It seems nice and biblical. Mm-hmm. That seems
0: like a long time though. Well. Was he on there for a long time? He was there for a long time. I don't I don't I, know. That seems like a fine as a guess to me. So. Sure.
1: 28. Man. Eh, what are you going to do? Double digits. <laughs> Yeah, this is, this is real bad. All right, this was published three hundred years ago. Oh my God, Robinson Crusoe, twenty five April seventeen nineteen. Oh, Jesus. Jeez, but. I didn't know that. I thought it was like turn of the century. Yeah, maybe. me too. Me too. Yeah. Okay.
0: Science and nature. What's the common name of the vegetable Beta vulgaris? Beta vulgaris is it garlic? Mm. Is that a vegetable? Yeah, that's a vegetable. I was thinking maybe carrot. So vulgaris is common means.
1: Common. Oh, but what does beta? Yeah. I was thinking beta carotene, but yeah, mm, that, that's I kind mean, of that's, a that, that's better than I have. I just pulled vulgaris because it stinks, <laughs> much like our performance on this trivia. Yeah, let's let's
0: go. We'll just say carrot because we're eating it anyway. Yeah, not we're not eating carrots. By the way, you'd have heard that by now. It's a beet root, a beet. Oh, Yeah, I guess they you say beta in uh british english
1: do you yeah wouldn't it be better like throwing an, <laughs> an unnecessary r on the end um wow okay O for five that's, <laughs> that's 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 cool uh sports and leisure oh jeez.
0: who did the seven mules block for <laughs> <laughs> what <laughs> seven mules <laughs> capitalized
1: okay and they're blocking. So a team. Well, and if they're blocking and they're seven out. Football, right? Probably. So if there's, let's see. Okay, so that's an offensive line. I'm assuming. Mm. I'm assuming because. Oh, that got, so it could be a quarterback. I want to say the Steelers, just because they had a lot of. Uh, or Terry Bradshaw? I don't know. Yeah. Okay, we'll go with that Steelers slash Terry
0: Bradshaw. Oh. The Four Horsemen of Notre Dame.
1: Wow. We did bad. We did terrible. Enough of that nonsense. Let's go to, like, Dumb Dumb Edition next.
0: (laughs) I'm tempted to uh,
1: cut this out and do a new card, but... That's fair. Go for it. I got nothing (laughs) to do tonight. I mean, Um, we'll do another one later, but...
0: I don't know. Should we leave the defeat on record?
1: I think... I, I think we have to, man. I think we have to. So let it never be said that we're not honest. We... I mean, to the best of my knowledge, we haven't axed any horrible segments in the past, or at least uh, embarrassing segments. Mm -hmm. I'll be dipped if I'm going to start now. Yeah. So, Michael, how about we just uh, drown our sorrows in the FDR? Let's do that. Wherein' we find a beer, drink a beer, and rate a beer. Today, straight from the clearance rack at John's Grocery in Iowa City, Iowa, we have Michael.
0: Today we have Quermont, your reward after a long ride. Now, Jeremy... Michael. I'm looking forward to this one. I've I've had a sip of this before, and I remember liking it, but I don't remember what it tastes like. It's got its own glass. That's extremely weird. Oh, I was gonna say yes. Um, that's an it's probably my second favorite glass beer-specific uh, glass I've encountered after the Quak. <laughs> after the Quak, thank you.
1: Remembering Quak. Um, the, the West Mali is pretty good too. The big. Uh, like, pimp cup-looking thing? <laughs> Have you seen one of those? Yes. Okay. Yeah, like the big, almost like a bowl. It, it kind of is a bowl. But this one, what I like about it, it has the
0: um, biker around the stem. Mm-hmm. And if you look at the foot, under the underside of the footing, it has like an embossed, like three-dimensional textured
1: cobblestone. Oh, that's what that is. I'm looking yeah. at the picture on their website, and I couldn't... I can Obviously, I can see the, uh, the bike, and I presume the uh, angling of the... Text is, like, to in- indicate a hill of some sort. Yes. Okay. But I I mean, it just kind of looks like there's ice cubes on the bottom, but uh, what with the background of this page being cobblestones and everything, that would make a whole lot of sense. Yes. So, and I believe you have more
0: of an official thing pulled up, but I can tell you that. So, Quermont is a road in Belgium mm-hmm. near Flanders, or in Flanders, Side, side note, note. Side
1: note. <laughs> okay, so I'm uh, trying. I haven't been to a concert in a while, and I'm trying to find one to go to. and okay. So when I, as I'm looking around, I'm checking uh, venues in Des Moines and everything, and there's a band called Oakley Dokley. Oh, is that like the
0: band where they all dress up as Flanders? Yes. Have I've you lo- seen I, a YouTube video of them. And they're
1: they're terrible.
0: Yeah, they had this song called White Wine. White Sprecher. wine spritzer.
1: Yeah, that's what I saw. <laughs> uh, that was that was awful. Anyways, continue. Anyway, yeah, I was just gonna say, how awesome yeah.
0: is it that a region is named Flanders? It's pretty great. And so, in Flanders, there's this road, and it's mainly cobblestone, and it's a notorious biking road because it's steep, it has a steep gradient, and it's cobblestone, so it mm-hmm. makes it tougher too. And I think it's been in a handful of Flemish Belgian bike races. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a classic point on the race. And so like if you look at the bottle,
1: obviously they have a, kind of this up-sloping logo. It's a it's a very uh I don't want to say basic, but that's the word that comes to mind, logo, but it, it tells a lot. Yeah. Like, it's it's kinda striking. I like it.
0: And the A B V is on there in like what you'd see on a sign that shows you the gradient the of the yeah. <laughs> road yeah. Yeah, the grade of the road, yeah, thank you. And it's six point six percent. And I think that has to do with somewhere on the road, it's that's like a point on the road where it's that steep. So, but yes. That's
1: intense, man.
0: Jeremy, do you have anything on the beer flavor text? What have uh,
1: you? I, I do. Uh, doo, 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 doo. This is, uh, as you said, 6.6 ABV. It's a top fermented beer. It is brewed with water, barley, malt, hops, and yeast. The color is somewhere between coppery blonde and amber. The beer has a slight with an S, below a white frothy head. Makes a great pairing with a chunk of cheese, a slab of venison pâté. I've never heard of it referred to as a slab of pâté. That's, good. And I like a good pâté, but uh, that sounds disgusting. Um, it keeps for a long time. It's from the, the Brewery de Brabander. They make the Petrus Aged Pale Red Double Rude Bruin. The super pills, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Very good. But, uh, it's it's called the Calf Biter. That just sounds horrible.
0: I think is that because of the road? Because yeah. Have to... Oh yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> I've never been on a six point six percent grade road on my bike, but I can tell you, just going up the small hills around here is enough to destroy my legs. So I'm sure I would just <laughs> quit, just looking at it, and not even get the celebratory beer at the top of the road. Oh, it's over a mile long too. Oh wow. God. Okay. <gasps> That smells like it's still good, uh, Michael. What kind of glass are you using? Uh, you know,
0: I just grabbed. You know, I should have had a footed thing or something, but I just have a shaker. I just you should have had like...
1: a footed thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I had uh, folks from Belgium st- mm-hmm. spending some time with us a couple years back, as part of a beer gift, they brought me a a gift set of triple caramelite, mm. and I'm using one of those. Oh footed yeah, Belgian glasses, which is a uh, not too far. Uh, it kind of looks like a stemmed wine glass, but fatter. Yeah. Do you think that's fair? Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Uh, the colors they hit exactly right. There is slight pearlization with an S. <laughs> it's uh, fizzy. It's in between copper and blonde. Would you say? I think that's what it said. Yeah. Uh, I'd also like to point out. I don't know if you had brought this up. I don't think you did. But on my bottle, it says that this is a session ale. It's six point six.
0: Yeah. I wonder Which if that's more of an a, almost kind of a loss in translation or, or like fascinating. A, yeah. Like a market American marketing thing.
1: Some one last uh, color text thingy that we oh, didn't yeah. get from the bottle. Cuermont oh. blonde is just like the killer climb of the Oude Cuermont in the Flemish Ardennes. Fiery and packed with character. Oh, that just sounds terrible this Mm -hmm. full malt beer is the perfect reward after a long hard ride or whatever your activity is to get your heart pounding and your competitive juices flowing maybe we should have had this before we did the questions (laughs)
0: yeah oh yeah shangri-la yeah i knew that
1: oh yeah it's got did you notice up on the neck it's got a belgian family brewers uh little logo kind of like the true freak label on oh yeah yeah i I was wondering what that was i like that Uh uh what are you getting from the nose michael you know, it's not as potent as I thought it would might be. It's not, but then again, again, this was on the clearance rack for a while. This is almost certainly well beyond its sell-by date. But it should age okay. It should age okay, which is why I was fine getting it. Yeah. The only other one that's on there that I've been tempted to get just as like a uh, freak beer mm-hmm. is uh, the now defunct, uh, it's, I think it's CIB from Carson, Iowa Brewing. Uh, their orange scorpion, which is like an ale brewed with some sort of like, it might be habaneros or like ghost shows or one of those horrific things. I had it once at a beer fest and it ruined my day. (laughs) They've they've had one sitting on the clearance rack for probably over a year now, but in any case, let's go in, shall we? Yes. That's solid, man. Mm. That sure is Belgian.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that caramely maltiness. Mm-hmm. Slight, like, that slight metallic twinge without a l- Just a little uh, bit, which I, yeah. which
1: I suspect is the age kicking in. There's not a lot of yeast flavor in this.
0: Not compared to, like, a lot of classic Belgians, but... It's all, it is considered
1: a Belgian blonde.
0: Yes. Which is why it's odd that they had Session Ale on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, besides the fact that it's
1: 6.6%. So, are you getting... Uh, mm. It is easy to drink, though. It is shockingly easy to drink. It's kind of got a noble hop character going on. Yes, yeah. A little bit. It's it's mm-hmm. not by any stretch of the imagination like a big hoppy hop bomb or anything like that, but it does have a little bit of the spice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it kind of rounds out the flavor at the end. Mm-hmm. Maybe a slight yeastiness slight to it, but not... A, a little bit. Like a triple or anything like that that... Or uh, something that has this yeast as a dominant flavor.
1: Which which is weird because this is incredibly uh, malty. It is very malty. It's extremely malty. And which is kind of shocking that it's as drinkable as it is. Is when something is this malty without a some sort of secondary characteristic to kind of like cut out the noise, for lack of a better word. Mm-hmm. Um it can, it can just get too sweet, but I don't feel like this one is overly sweet. No, no, no. Yeah, uh, What do you think about this, Michael? I like
0: it. I really like the malt flavor, which is good because that's the dominant flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe with the hops, the age is showing a little bit. Yep. But they're still good. They're just a little, I think they're a little skunky, mm-hmm. skunkier than they might usually be.
1: This has that old, uh, like, I, whenever I have one of these things where I get weird and decide to hit up the clearance rack for something I've never even heard of before usually can be a little skunky with the hops, like as you're saying, but Mm -hmm. it also, with with the maltier ones such as this, just feel like they're settled in. Yes. If that makes any sense. I'd agree with that too, yeah. Um, From SeriousEats.com, Belgian blonde, sometimes spelled without the E beers, are slightly less strong than either Belgian strong pales or triples at around 6 to 8 ABV often sweeter than Belgian strong pales so uh yeah. Duval, for lack of a better word ah uh. these tend to be tend to taste less bitter with more fruity flavors derived from fermentation both Belgian strong pale ales and blondes are usually made with the same sugar used for making triples so these are a bit lighter bodied than you might expect given their strength which makes a lot of sense
0: yes definitely
1: so basically this is like a a triple light yeah yeah kind of Maybe that's what they mean by session that's Whereas a good point. it like an american i p a s comes in at, like what six and a half about this much six six and a half, and then a session would come in at four or eight let's mm-hmm. say, so maybe this is just like the Belgians taking everything up to ten yet again <laughs> I dig this beer this is a good I dig beer. it too it's it's not blowing my socks off. I'm not gonna like run out and try to find more, but for a half price beer. That I got on uh, extremely low notice uh, it works out pretty well I dig it I'd agree um do you want to rate it I should probably have some more of it okay but uh how about you go first Michael
0: yeah I really like that malt I'm going for a quick SOJ here um I might give it a little handicap with the age Mm -hmm. we know it's a little older Cause I, when I had it, I had it on draft too. Oh. I remember maybe popping a little
1: more. Uh, yeah, I could imagine that.
0: This is crisp, but it's not really. The flavors aren't really popping no. out. It's not um,
1: punchy, no. All the flavors that I would expect of a, uh, of like a draft one that would pop, so be those those fruity esters that you might get from yeah. like a a blonde or a triple or something like that, are just not there. Um, I feel like age has rounded off any sharp edges, good or bad, that this <laughs> may have.
0: But I like your assessment. You're not clamoring to get a six-pack of this or anything, but... <laughs> a mini-keg? I was trying to think what servings this comes in, and I couldn't. I was going to say a bomber, but I'm like, I don't even know No. That.
1: Um, <laughs> Have you seen a Belgian beer in a bomber? Like an actual, like a, know, tr- a triple, double, something like that?
0: I've seen Belgian beers in, like, those ludicrously... The, mag- the Magnum? Mag- yes.
1: The four liters? I want to get one of those at some point.
0: Yeah. Golden Drock. Let's get it for your bachelor party. St. Bernardus. I was just going to suggest that.
1: <laughs> the Abbott 12. Um,
0: I'm going to give it... I'm going to give this particular one that we're drinking now... Rate
1: right with your heart, Michael.
0: A 3.75. I think it could go up to 4 or even 4.25 um, in a different situation. Mm-hmm. Freshness, draft. But this, this one here, I like it a lot, but I know it can be better, and I think that's hindering me from going up more but
1: i like it a lot um i'm going to give it a 3.25 for the exact same reasons that you just gave it mm-hmm. um it's it's good but i i expect better out of it it's like when you get a b minus yeah. it's it's still technically a good score but you're just like hmm if i slip up even a little bit i'm going to be going down into the dreaded c's yeah and then then you're average and who wants that
0: maybe sometime i'll get it at the um uh cafe hollander i was gonna
1: say that belgian place we went to
0: yeah and uh kind of do a little contrast and comparison about the bottle version versus the draft side note maybe this won't make the cut of the episode but if you ever see this glass at that dirty john's glass store or somewhere let me know if it's there because i've been kind of looking for this one.
1: Oh, the the quermont glass yes okay i'll no. bet they have it that's what I was thinking. They, I mean, that's like the first floor of a house is nothing <laughs> but, like, T-shirts and glassware. I've never made the time to go there and check, but... I've been there, like, twice, I want to say. Yeah. One was when we, like, I, we got something from there, and it was like a... Oh, yeah, you get a free glass, and we're like, where's my free glass? And they are like, oh, you have to go next door to get it. And I'm like, to oh. the house. I was like, okay, no problem, whatever. Uh, um, but in any case, uh, how about Michael now that that's another one down the gullet how about you hit us with those social media plugs we'll do the abbreviated version
0: you can find us apm pod everywhere including it on tapped where host emeritus mike keeps up with our ratings there rate review subscribe (laughs) wherever you can and we'll leave it at that yeah so for jeremy i've been michael for michael i've been jeremy and this has been american pale males cheers cheers